0: let me ask you a question. How do you know if you're an empath? Now, there's no doubt that some people are more prone to empathy than others. We've all known someone in our lives who is just gifted at reading our feelings, just as we've all known people who seem completely disconnected from the feelings of those around them. So, assuming empathy exists on a spectrum, with some people being highly empathetic and others, who I like to call psychopaths, lacking empathy entirely, how do you measure your own? And at what level would you qualify yourself as an empath? On this week's episode, I'm going to reveal everything that you need to know, including how to know if you are, in fact, an empath. Stay with us. And you might have seen me on the hit Netflix TV series, Tiger King 2, The Doc Antle Story. You see, I grew up performing all over the world as a professional illusionist with real lions and tigers. And on this podcast, I use the term tiger as a metaphor for all of those shadowy creatures that lurk deep inside of us all, only to rear their dangerous little heads when we least expect it. You know, things like stress, depression, anxiety, shyness. And today, we're going to talk about empaths and how to know if that's you. Empaths are highly sensitive people who tend to take on the stress of other people. If you find yourself being accused of being too sensitive Or if you feel overwhelmed in crowded spaces, there's a good chance that you might be an empath. Now, empaths are also typically very empathetic people, meaning that they can easily put themselves in other people's shoes. If you're someone who often finds yourself empathizing with others, that's a sign that you might be an empath of course not everyone who is highly sensitive or empathetic is an empath but if you find you identify with most of the above characteristics there's a good chance that you are one as i said in the intro assuming that empathy exists on a spectrum with some people being highly empathetic and others like psychopaths (laughs) lacking empathy entirely how do you measure your own and at what level would you qualify yourself as an empath well if any of this has resonated with you so far i have some great news for you i'm about to reveal my top four questions that i use with my 101 coaching clients to determine if you are in fact an empath But before we get there, I want to do a deep dive to answer the question why empaths take on other people's stress. That's so important for us to understand right up front. So let's get into it. You see, empaths are, as I stated, highly sensitive people who are able to feel the emotions and energy and experiences of others as if they were experiencing it for themselves. If you find yourself frequently taking on the stress of other people, it's possible that you're an empath. Empaths are hardwired to be compassionate and care for other people, which can often lead to them carrying around the weight of the world on their shoulders. I myself struggled with this for many, many years, and the truth is that it can be emotionally exhausting. You'll find yourself struggling to remember how and what you actually feel as a person because you're so busy managing the emotions and taking on the stress and energy of other people. It's a race to the bottom, to be honest with you, a race that you will never win. Believe me, because I tried, While being an empath has its challenges, it also comes with some unique advantages which we're going to explore in just a moment. Empaths are often gifted with an immense creativity and intuition. They also have the ability to deeply connect with others and create lasting bonds and the reason for this is because they're great interpreters of other people's energy. I like to call them receivers it's kind of like the other people are transmitting the energy and you as an empath are receiving that energy and so we take on whatever that energy is without protecting ourselves and that is what creates the stress and anxiety in our lives when i teach my coaching clients how to embrace their empathic nature They often find themselves super surprised at the hidden gifts that come with this unique trait. So it's not all bad. So how exactly do you determine if you're an empath? Well, you can start by asking yourself four important questions that I've developed over the years. They're questions about how well you relate to others and how you physically and emotionally respond to big emotional events taking place in your presence. So if you find that you answer yes to most or all of these questions, there's a good chance you're an empath. So question number one. Do you find yourself taking on others' stress? Now, empaths are often affected by the stress of those around them and may even start to experience some of the same symptoms as the person that they're empathizing with. While this ability to feel the emotions of others can be a powerful tool for helping others in times of need, it can also be a source of great stress and anxiety. Empaths may find themselves feeling completely overwhelmed by the constant barrage of emotions, and they may start to withdraw from social situations in order to protect themselves. And that certainly was true in my case. Now question number two, have you been accused of being too sensitive in the past? When people accuse you of being too sensitive. What they're really saying is that your empath abilities are off the charts. As an empath, you feel things more deeply than other people, and you're highly attuned to the emotions and the energy of those around you. This can be both a blessing and a curse. On one hand, you're incredibly compassionate and caring, but on the other hand, you can easily become overwhelmed by all of the feelings bouncing around you. If you find yourself in a situation where people are constantly telling you that you're too sensitive, it's probably time to take a step back and create some good boundaries. Let people know that you need some space and don't be afraid to say no if someone asks you to do something that feels overwhelming. Remember that it's okay to be sensitive. In fact, it's one of the things that makes you special. Learn to embrace your gift and use it to make the world a more compassionate place. Just because someone else is stressed out and anxious doesn't mean that you have to be. And by learning to protect your energy like that, you will develop a superpower that can do some incredible things in your life when you truly understand how to use it. Now, the third question to answer is, do you feel overwhelmed in crowded spaces? Now, over the years of coaching so many empaths, I have found that they often feel overwhelmed in crowded spaces because they absorb the emotion and the energy of other people around them. Empaths are also highly sensitive to noise, light, and other type stimuli. This is certainly true in my case. In fact, I've noticed over my lifetime that I'm very sensitive to anything cold. It triggers me. I don't even like to go swimming because the cold water can actually be physically painful to me. Empaths can find it difficult to function in a busy, crowded environment empaths often need to take time to retreat and recharge in order to avoid feeling completely overwhelmed if you're an empath you might want to consider spending time in nature or even with a close friend or family members who make you feel calm and loved and supported You can also try meditation and other relaxation techniques, just like the ones that I teach in Life Skills Masterclass. They will help you stay grounded and centered. And that is so important when you're dealing with the emotions and energy of other people, especially if it's strangers. Now, the final question you want to answer to determine if you are indeed an empath is Would others describe you as empathetic? Ask yourself, what would your friends and family say? Ask them. And if the feedback you get is related to being a sensitive person, you might be an empath. These four questions have been very revealing over the years with my coaching clients. Sometimes you just know you're an empath and you can keep it moving but others need that confirmation to know for sure. Answering these four questions, do you find yourself taking on others' stress? Have you been accused of being too sensitive in the past? Do you feel overwhelmed in crowded spaces? And finally, would others describe you as empathetic? Those four questions will reveal the truth. Now that we know how to determine if you are empathetic, what might be some of the pros and cons that you're going to have to deal with? Well, you're in luck because I have the answers for that as well. First, we'll dig into the pros. The very first thing that I think comes up when you're talking about the pros of being an empath is you can provide emotional support to others. That is an incredible skill to develop. Being an empath has its perks. For one, you're always the go-to person for a shoulder to cry on. Now that might seem depressing to some, but trust me, when you learn how to use this skill, you become a very important person to many people in their lives. People know that you're a reliable source of comfort and support, and more importantly, good, intuitional advice which is why they often flock to you in times of need. Now, I know that's true in my case. Throughout my entire life, I've discovered that people flock to me for answers, for support, and for times of need. And it just became clear to me at some point that I was, in fact, an empath. And another word for that is a teacher. So I've learned to embrace my gifts, and I've learned to use it to teach other people what I have learned. And that's my way of contributing to this world to make it just a little bit better than how I found it. And you can do the same thing. Now, empaths are also naturally good at reading people and understanding their feelings. And that in itself is a superpower. This ability comes in handy when it's difficult to defuse tense situations or even offering advice. After all, who better to provide emotional support than someone who can genuinely empathize with others? You know what's going on because you know how to interpret that energy. You know, when someone is in need of help, that is another important skill. Because you know when someone is in need of help whether it's a friend who's going through a tough time or a stranger looks like they could use a friendly face you're always attuned to the needs of others and that gives you the opportunity to make change in this world to make a positive change in this world and really don't we need more people like that think about it and while this can sometimes be overwhelming It's also incredibly gratifying to be able to offer help and support when it's needed most to those people who are struggling the hardest. In a world that can often feel cold and indifferent, especially in the times we're living in right now, it's nice to know that there are still people out there who care. People you can trust and people you can go to for the right kind of support as an empath you're one of those special people thanks for making this world a little bit brighter and embrace those gifts that you've been given because i promise you it's for the greater good of us all the final pro is you can tell if someone will be good for you now this is an amazing skill to embrace empaths naturally have a very strong intuition, and they can often sense when someone is not to be trusted. Have you ever had a dog that just didn't like certain people? It liked everybody, just covered them in kisses, but then that one person rings the doorbell and you open up the door and the dog starts to growl and you realize right away that this dog does not like that person for whatever reason? Empaths have that ability too. It's that strong intuition deep inside their soul that tells them whether someone can be trusted or not. And over time, when you learn to first become aware of this and secondly embrace it and third practice this technique, it grows stronger and stronger over time and you become very good at this. Now, this can come in handy in both personal and professional relationships. Empaths also tend to be very compassionate and understanding people. They're quick to comfort others in times of need and often go out of their way to help those who truly need a helping hand. You know, over the years, I have found that people aren't looking for a handout. There are those out there that are looking for a handout, but the vast majority of the people that you meet are just looking for a hand up. That's what they really want. They just need that person to reach out and say, I care about you and I'm going to help you too with the knowledge and the wisdom that I have. And this kind of compassion and generosity often makes them very popular with friends and family. And in short, being an empath really truly has its perks. However, like with anything that you might attempt in life, there is a downside to being an empath. In teaching literally thousands of people over the years how to manage this superpower, I like to call it, I've uncovered three nasty little beasts that rear their ugly little heads when you least expect it. Here are my top three cons to being an empath. The first one is a real doozy. It's that you may often feel emotionally drained. One of the biggest challenges faced by empaths is that they can easily become emotionally drained and I mean completely wiped out. It's like having your battery completely drained from your phone in 30 seconds. This is because they tend to absorb the emotions of those around them, whether or not they want to. As a result, empaths may often find themselves feeling completely overwhelmed and exhausted. If you're an empath, it's important to learn the healthy skills to deal with emotional stress, especially when it's the energy and emotional stress of other people. And most importantly, when it's strangers. I would highly encourage you to check out LifeSkillsMasterClass.com as I teach you exactly how to use this wonderful resource to benefit not only your life, but the lives of those around you. But if you don't clearly understand exactly how to manage your empathic superpowers, I promise you it will eat you alive. Because the next con is you might find it hard to find time for yourself. Trust me on this. Being an empath comes with a lot of responsibilities. It's not something to take lightly. You're always putting other people's needs before your own and you often go way out of your way to help others. I'll give you an example. When I first started touring around the world with my magic show, one of the very first places that I went to was Japan. And as I toured all throughout Asia, I learned something very important about that culture and that society. They raise their children in a we society. They raise their children with the empathic uh, concept that they should think of other people first and put themselves last, and that creates an incredible culture for the betterment of everyone involved now when you come back to the United States the very first thing you come to understand is that we live in a me society we teach our children to think about ourselves first and that creates an every dog for himself kind of culture which as we can see with this dysfunction that we're dealing with today this just simply doesn't work We need to get back to a we society. That would really make a difference in this world. However, this can take a toll on your mental and physical health and can cause your stress and anxiety levels to skyrocket. You might find it hard to relax, enjoy downtime, because you're always thinking about other people. And as a result, you might feel like you don't have any time for yourself at all. Empats are compassionate and caring people first, but they need to remember to take care of themselves too, and this is the tiger that sneaks up on you and eats you alive every single time. In fact, by the time it's got a hold of you, you didn't even realize it was right behind you. If you don't know how to take care of yourself and protect your own emotions, you will quickly become overwhelmed and bogged down by your own emotions. Now the final negative side effect of being an empath empath that I have found is your ability to read others may feel invasive to some. Let me repeat that. Your ability to read others may feel invasive to some. Now, the reason I repeat that twice is because I really want you to understand this concept, because one of the challenges of being an empath is that your ability to read others may make them feel uncomfortable. It may be unwanted and even unwelcome, and what I mean by that is that you may inadvertently make others feeling uncomfortable by picking up on their emotions and that can be spooky or even freaky to some people. And if they're overly religious, they might concoct all kinds of crazy conspiracy-type thinking in their head and think that you have all kinds of psychic powers and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Additionally, you may find yourself feeling overwhelmed by the constant barrage of emotions that you're bombarded with on a daily basis and this can drain you as well if you are an empath it is important to learn the real skills to protect yourself from being overloaded by the emotions of other people especially strangers so as you can clearly see now there are some obvious benefits to being an empath If you are able to tap into the feelings of those around you, you should be able to better support and care for the people who matter to you most. I don't know about you, but for me, having mastered the skill makes me feel like wearing a cape. I'm serious. It's like having a superpower and it can change people's lives when you truly understand how to use these powers for good. Knowing that another person is feeling down, lonely, or scared, or if they don't outwardly show it, it puts you in a position of being able to help them through that, gaining their trust and becoming someone they learn to rely on in the future. Now, that's a beautiful relationship. This can make you a better partner and friend and can help you to strengthen all of your relationships. Think about that. It's truly a powerful skill to master. I always tell people that if you really want to make a difference in this world, learn the skills that will help people heal. When you have the power to help heal those you care about, you can change the world one heart at a time. Being this attuned also means that you will be able to spot a liar from a mile away. Now think about that, empaths don't have to worry about being taken advantage of because they aren't easily tricked or manipulated and that's a good thing. And when they are, it's because they ignored their internal instincts about someone, not because they missed the signs altogether, but because they just weren't listening or attuned into that particular sensation in their body. Are you beginning to see how this works? Of course, there are also likely to be some real downfalls to being this connected to others' emotions. Most literature on empaths suggests they are easily overwhelmed in crowded spaces or emotionally charged events like weddings or funerals because they soak up the emotions and energy of all of those around them just like a sponge. Now it's not hard to imagine how quickly that could become exhausting in certain settings. It may also be difficult for empaths to unwind if they're constantly carrying the emotions of others. I know that was something that I struggled with when I first began coaching people over 15 years ago now. I care so much about the good people I work with that I would literally absorb all of their stress and emotions while trying to help them and it nearly killed me. Finally, not everyone wants to be an open book. And while you may think that you're only trying to help, some may find your insights into their feelings and emotions to be invasive, uncomfortable, and completely unwelcome. So I want you to be aware of that. So now that we know if you're an empath and have investigated both the pros and the cons, how can you protect yourself from all of these highly charged emotions, thoughts, and feelings that you're dealing with that come from those around you? If you relate to the description of an empath and if you find yourself completely taking on the emotions and energies of others, it's important to learn the real skills of how to protect your own psyche and separate yourself from the outside world so that you can breathe, heal and experience your own emotions. That is so very important. While this is a very deep topic, There's no way that I could ever teach you everything that you need to know and understand in this short podcast. But here are some simple steps that will get you started on the right track. First and foremost, find time for yourself. Now, this may mean finding time to get away by yourself in nature where you aren't being bombarded by anyone else's feelings or stress. Sometimes just walking through a grassy field in your bare feet can really ground you and bring you back to center. Or it might mean finding music or a meditation routine that can help you reset and reestablish your center again. Whatever the method is that you use, do it on a regular basis to reset yourself. And over time, you will really begin to understand why this is so important. Empaths should also work on knowing when and how to build up personal walls so that they aren't always so easily absorbing the emotions of those around them. Now, this won't be easy as creating boundaries likely doesn't come naturally to empaths who are also driven to help. But establishing healthy boundaries is necessary for everyone's mental health and well-being and perhaps especially... For empaths, You might want to start practicing meditation to best learn how to do this. By focusing your mind and learning to shut out outside distractions, you can begin to strengthen your ability to do the same when the emotional input you are receiving from others becomes too great. Be selective with who you spend your time with. This is critically important to understand you will likely learn over time that there are certain people you're better off distancing yourself from because empaths can soak up the feelings and energy of others spending too much time around toxic personalities can feel like poisoning yourself from the inside out there are some people you can't help and some people you're better off just staying away from and that's perfectly okay they might even be family members As many of you know, I removed my own mother from my life because she was just a very toxic religious person, and I did it for my own well-being and mental health. And you know what? It worked because my life actually improved when I removed myself from that toxic environment. Recognizing that and honoring your own boundaries is one of the best ways that you can preserve your mental health and wellness. Finally, seeking the help of a professional is never a bad idea. If you find yourself feeling constantly overwhelmed or drained by the emotions you experience when you walk outside of your front door, you may need help developing some tools to help you work through that. I can help you. I've taught thousands of people how to manage this incredible gift and I can teach you as well. For more information, please visit my website at stephendiamond.com. If you think you might be an empath, it's important to understand your limits and make sure to take care of yourself, both emotionally and physically. Only then will you be able to use your empathy to its fullest potential. Hey. It's time for me to go, and please be kind. Remember, we need more of that in this world. You never know what someone is really, truly struggling with on the inside. Trust me, there are so many people out there that are suffering, and just because someone is suffering doesn't mean they're a bad person. We all struggle, and we all need to help each other get through this thing called life. I'm Stephen Diamond. I hope that you'll take care of yourself and each other